Hey there, friend. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share something really special with you. If you are tired of feeling stuck in the wine trap and ready to reclaim your freedom, I've got just the thing. This is my free seven easiest quit tips guide. And inside, you're going to find simple, actionable tips to kickstart your journey to sobriety and discover the joy of living alcohol-free. It really is joyous. So if you're curious about how easy it can be to break free from the cycle of drinking, just head over to vibewithstephanie.com slash guide to grab your copy today. You're not alone on this journey. It's a lot easier than you think, especially with this seven easy quit tips guide. Go grab it now and then get comfy and settled in for our coming up episode. Hey, and welcome back to the Glow Big Sober podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm Stephanie. I wanted to give you a little listen into one of our meetings. We have meetings every week right now. And I wanted you to see how they go. Usually we have a theme and I'll offer some motivation. People can ask questions and we meditate. It is really nice. It is such a great place to come and be with like-minded women. And so I'm going to give you just a sneak peek into one of our latest meetings so that you can hear because I have something up my sleeve coming for you in the month of March and I will start posting about that in just a little bit. But for now, I'm a little behind on my podcast schedule of every two weeks because I am creating this brand new space for us, for this community, and I know that you're going to love it. We're going to be able to talk all the time in real time, and I'll be doing meetings there and themes and all kinds of really cool stuff. So I hope to see you inside that, but I will announce that shortly. But in the meantime, here's one of our meetings. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you get so much out of this. And I do hope you do the meditations because they are amazing and they're a game changer once you are sober and trying to feel better and just fill the void that alcohol left behind. So enjoy this and I will be back to my regular scheduled podcasting program really, really soon. Thank you guys. Love you. Bye. So B12 is a good one and drinking really can deplete you of B12. I was actually getting shots at like my highest point of drinking of B12 and I would go and they would, they would test me and it'd be really low Then they'd shoot me up and it'd be high. And a week later it'd be depleted again. I couldn't figure it out. And like it's alcohol. So, um, okay. Yes. And so that will help your energy level and just make you feel back to life again. So I would, if you could go get some shots of it and then just supplement with supplements, you know? Okay. Yeah. That's what I found to be. Have you found, are you doing any B12 now? So I take the, I've been on this for years. It's called a drink called Spark. It's by Advocare. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, okay. Yeah. So I've been on it for like 20 years. So if it's dangerous for you, I'm screwed, but <laughs> it has vitamin B12 in it. Um, but so I, I don't know even what a percentage they would say to take for a supplement versus what's in that, but I know it has some in there. Not sure. You could totally research, you know, yeah. but found that to be really helpful. And now they've tested my B12 and I don't, it's, all good. And I don't take supplements at all. So okay, the, the levels came back on their own. So that's kind of like, wow, that was an eye opener for me. That was that's interesting. Thing. You say that because there was a time a couple of years ago that I went in and they, she was like, your B12 is really low. And she gave me shots. Like it wasn't every week. I think it was, you know, once a month or something like that for four different times. And 
and I ended up stopping going there. So that very well could be too. Interesting. Yes. Okay. And then and all these things. And then magnesium. Okay. The L one, I think, or no, magnesium glycinate is the okay. one. Like, apparently there's like 50 different types of, of magnesiums, but magnesium with glycinate is the one that's supposed to help you sleep better at night. And okay. that a lot of times when we're newly sober, it's hard to get to sleep at night and, or just being an adult woman, you know, it yeah. would always use some help. So you could try that. And then the other one were, was help was supposed to help for sugar cravings was L dash something. I'll find out for you, but it was supposed to help <laughs> for okay. glutamine. I think it was L glutamine. And I think okay. that's to help for sugar cravings, which are you having any sugar cravings? Not really, but I am at night. Like I made my, it's a, it's a double mocktail <laughs> with my, my light ginger beer and the cherries. So that's kind oh. of my, my sugar. It's sugary because I don't really drink soda or I mostly drink spark or water. Awesome. So, I love that yeah. um, you're not having like an influx of sugar cravings. That's, that's really helpful. And that you have that ginger beer and cherries. And yeah. it's interesting. I know those are maraschino cherries, right? Yes. And they recommend with that magnesium I was telling you about, you can put a scoop of that in with tart cherry juice and that's supposed oh. to help. Yeah. So I don't okay. know. If that's whatever, but I tried some tart cherry juice the other night and before I went to bed and one night it helped a lot. And the second night it felt like it didn't. So who knows? I don't know. Jury's still out. Okay. And that maybe that explains why I was seeing on TikTok, my source for all information anymore, but they had, <laughs> I see people doing something with magnesium and it was all women, magnesium with cherry juice, like yeah. tart cherry juice. Okay. And they're taking that before they drink or the beat before they go to bed. Yeah. Okay. Which I'll come together now. Like, you know, backwards to drink a shot of juice before you go. Yeah. But that's, well, I don't know. Maybe the magnesium helps it. But so those are the only real supplements that I can think of. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll look up the other, the sugar craving one. The L something. I think it was L woot to mean for sugar or or it says for gut health hmm okay l-glutamine yeah that's the one l-glutamine okay sugar cravings it has amino acids stabilizes your blood sugar and could reduce belly fat <laughs> sounds good to me <laughs> i mean yeah. yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love when they do that. And they're like, oh, the same with like symptoms or side effects. Side effects are like this long. And it's like, oh, yeah. I'm going to die. <laughs> they do it the opposite way too. They're like, oh, yes, it'll cure everything. Great. Yeah. I'll take two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what other questions you got? Um, Let's see. I, I, I had some others and I, can't even really think of it. There was just kind of a flash in my mind. I was like, I need to write those down. I think I did, but I don't know where I put it and all that. So it may come up as, as we proceed on. Okay. And how was your week? 
You are day what, sober? I don't even know. Like, well, you were 32 last Thursday. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about, well, because what is, I don't even know what today's date is. So I stopped, I mean, I had stuff New Year's Eve. So we'll say like uh, 1 a.m. on the 1st of January, I stopped drinking. So today the 8th. Yes, today's the 8th. So you're like a month and a week sober. Yeah. That's great. How are you feeling? Like one to 10, how stable do you feel in your sobriety? I I feel pretty strong. I feel like a nine. Ooh. Uh, I don't, and, and I don't feel like even I was just talking to, to Jason and saying there was a, a moment in time today. It's just, it's been a pretty stressful couple of weeks of work. And today I just, for like a second, it was like, it's Thursday. And kind of like my natural body clock is like, it's Thursday. It's time to get the wine. Right. And I kind of thought about it for a second and it's like, Oh, a glass of wine. And it's like, you know what? I just started kind of doing that. Well, that's great, but it's not going to be just one glass of wine. Yeah. I'll have one glass of wine and I'll feel good. And I'll solve that, that worry in my mind, but then I'm going to want another glass and it's, you know, no glasses are going to help me or the situation. So it, I, I, it's been, it's been helpful for me to kind of have that tool and then the ginger beer. So I'm still really leaning on those things. Oh, so yes, that makes me think about my question. <laughs> my question is going to be, is there some point in time where I will stop thinking about the fact that I am not drinking and not thinking about alcohol? Like, it's kind of that whole diet thing when you go on a diet and all you can think about is food. Like, you know, is there a point where I, I'm so conscious of it all the time? Like, oh, I didn't have anything to drink. Oh, I feel good because I didn't drink. And, you know, I'm going into the evening. Like, does that calm down at all? Bree, if you want to answer that, just unmute. If you don't, that's fine too. I'll see your little microphone switch if you want to, if you want to talk about that. But, oh, she does. Yay. Well, I hope I can comment. <laughs> It definitely does come down. And I find that it's random one day, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I haven't even thought about it in forever. And then you try, you, I kind of try to like remember back when have I actually thought about it? So it does. It all of a sudden just disappears. And it just becomes like a norm not to think about it, not to even envy people that drink it. Like, I know, you know, if I went to a party or even out to dinner, I could tell you every single table that had a glass of wine on it. Now I go out to dinner, I, I don't even notice it, really. I mean, yeah, okay. I see it, whatever, but I'm not, yeah. I don't hyper-focus on it anymore. It just okay. becomes like if someone's eating, you know, chicken. You know, it's just, <laughs> yeah, you, you'll stop thinking about it. But I think in the beginning, it's kind of like a pat on the back. You know, when you do think of it, sure. you're like, yeah, I didn't drink today. Or, yeah, I'm looking forward to my ginger beer tonight. Then it's just, it gives you something to look forward to. But before you know it, all of a sudden you'll realize, oh, I don't even want my ginger beer tonight. And you kind of just yeah. get sick of it. And then you don't even need anything. But then randomly, you know, I was actually having an alcohol-free beer tonight because we had a rough day at work. And I didn't go to the beer because of the rough day at work, I was just like, you know what? I wanted something different besides soda water. And I was like, ooh, a beer sounds really good. So, yeah, I went, you know, when I was walking through Cappy's, which is a huge liquor store to buy this, 
And truly, I like really, I looked at the wine because I was, you know, going down that aisle to go all the way to the back corner where they have the alcohol-free stuff. But it was never like a trigger to me. I kind of was kind of like, ew, that's kind of gross. When I actually stared at it a little bit as I'm walking because the place is huge. But yeah, it does kind of just rubs off on, you know, it doesn't bother me anymore. It's like, okay, life just goes on, whatever. I'm just so much happier. And I, you'll feel it, you'll find that too. But in the beginning, I always did find that that helped, that little praise was like, woohoo, another day, another day. I made it another day. Yeah, that's a good point. And for me, it's it was like a boyfriend for me. So I would obsess about it. And I would obsess about my sobriety too. Like when I go on a diet, that's all I think about. I'm meal planning. I'm doing this. And when am I going to walk? And I'm keeping the notes. I'm doing all the things. So in sobriety, that's what I did too. Listen to the podcast, read everything I could just obsess, obsess, obsess. And then it becomes part of life and some boring old boyfriend (laughs) eventually. (laughs) Somebody I'm not, somebody I could like take it or leave it. So it's kind of like that. It, It, it does return back to normal. But I do remember the time where I was like, oh my God, I, I'm not obsessing about it anymore. It's over. Like right. it's all good. And that that's kind of when some weird things come in. It's like, am I bored being sober? Is this boring? Like why is it so <laughs> stable? Should, should we break up? Like, is this like, you know, cause it just gets so normal your life. Yeah. You know, not a lot of ups and downs anymore. I don't think I'd be sitting here sober with you right now if it weren't for Ritual Zero Proof. I'm telling you right now, do not let yourself be thirsty. Do not let yourself have FOMO. Enjoy the holidays. Get yourself some Ritual Zero Proof. I love the rum because you can use it for eggnog. I love the whiskey because you can use it for bourbon balls, which are all part of my family holiday traditions of getting drunk and making everything full of alcohol. You don't have to do that now. You can use Ritual Zero Proof and you will not feel like you're missing out at all. Go to RitualZeroProof.com and use my code RZPME and that will get you a discount. I can't wait to hear how you love it. Thank you. That's helpful to get that perspective from both of you. Okay. But don't, What there's, a, there's some kind of saying, I think, and just because it may feel boring at some point or it may, when you do realize that you're not obsessing about it, that doesn't mean it's not for you. It just means you're actually stabilized. And then that's where, that's why it's good to have a group like this. So you can find new things to do, new things to obsess about. So yeah. <laughs> a new boyfriend. Right. Okay. And the um, sad part is it will randomly come back up and hit you. You know, yeah. all of a sudden it'll be, oh gosh, I really want, you know, something I find actually at that moment, I always have like an audio book ready or a podcast, yeah. something. And mm-hmm. I'll still listen to the same books. And I, I find I still get something else out of it again. Or it's, it's good just to have like a flashback and remember and go, oh, right. Like the books will go into, you know, how we felt when we were drinking and what life was like and all mm-hmm. the bad things. And it's like, yeah, I don't want to go back down that road again. You're right. I was glamorizing it because I was watching, you know, a movie that made me think, oh, a drink would be nice, or friends were going out. But then once I hear all the, the books, 
you know, the audiobooks or the podcasts again. I'm like, yeah, no, it's not worth it. It's not good. Yeah. What books are you reading right now? Or or what are the books that help bring you back to? Um, my favorite book. I put it on the Facebook site. Let me get it. I always have to look at the name of it. I have it. The Sober Survival Guide. Sober mm. Survival Guide by Simon Chappell. I haven't seen that one yet. That's going in my list. <laughs> free on Audible. Yeah, I have the membership with Audible and it's free. But I love his humor. And he just, I don't know, the examples he does and the way he talks about it. For me, it's probably my favorite book. I've listened to it three times already. And I have it actually bookmarked now for like, if I have a craving, that's what it I need to go to that one spot and hear him and be like, oh, okay. Yep. I'm good. That is so awesome. I don't remember you saying that. I don't think I, I need to go listen to that. Oh, I love this book. Oh my God. So, <laughs> it is. It's so good. And it gets What's laughing. the name of it again? I'm sorry. I, I didn't write no, it down no, fast enough. Sober Survival Guide. I can actually send Sober it. But do you like him better than Craig Beck? <laughs> I do. I personally, I don't know what it is about this guy, but I really do enjoy him. <laughs> Blasphemy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. Huh? <laughs> I'll see if I can share it. I cannot reach Craig Beck. I'm trying to reach him to have him on the podcast, and I, he's like unreachable. I can hit my messages aren't even being read or anything. So I'll have to. I don't know what I'll have to do, but I want to get him on the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure he's busy. So I just shared it on the group chat. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Thank you. Michelle, have you been reading books or podcasts so far? What are you, what are some of yeah. the Yeah. So I've, I've read, or I'm almost finished the last one. I've done some podcasts, but the books, and I've really liked them all. One was the, the Annie Grace one, The Naked Mind, or The Naked Mind, something like that. The next one was, God, my memory is terrible. That's okay. You don't have to force yourself. It's oh, okay. like late at night. Yeah. Like, you don't have to force <laughs> remember something. <laughs> okay. The, this, the one I'm listening to now is Sober on a Drunk Planet. Oh. Which is actually two different books. So that's been interesting. We Are the Luckiest. That was really good. Oh, and yes, Alcohol Lied to Me. That was my favorite. So that's the Craig Beck one. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that was, I I got so much out of that book. I mean, just everything he said it was really helped me kind of reframe the way I was thinking about alcohol and, you know, just the, the whole, I, I think I maybe even said this to you last week, Stephanie, it was one of the things that hit me so hard was the the peak withdrawal is 24 to 36 hours so me thinking oh I really I'm so stressed out I need wine was a lot of it was like going through withdrawals and so that's why it made it that much harder so good yes. stuff out of that one so good but now to hear Bree say she likes sober survival guide better I'm excited to go I want I want that knowledge too so I'm definitely going to go check that out but yeah, I kept Craig back on my speed dial, just like Brie does with uh, Simon. Like I was just like, in case of emergency, I need to hear this guy's voice. 
And uh, I think it worked, whatever, whatever it was, I think it worked. So that's great. And I love too, that you already have talked yourself back a few steps. When you thought about it, you were like, no, because I know that it's going to go from this to this. And soon that, that window closes, like you don't have to do that much convincing to yourself. It just Mm kind of buzzes by it's a feeling and then it, boom, it's gone. And that's what you're looking for. And that I remember, I remember when I got to that point too, where I didn't have to talk myself out of it or play the tape forward. It just became like natural. So mm-hmm. that's something you, you get to look forward to. And the more you do find yourself talking yourself out of it, the better, because it just means you're just getting closer and closer to the point where you won't have to do that anymore. What else, Brie? Anything else? Um, that I really can think of. Okay. If you don't have any more questions, we can still talk a little bit if you want. I was going to do some ideas for more of a soft landing because I know more about like being feminine and not necessarily being feminine, but just being softer on ourselves because I don't think women were supposed to work this hard and have this much responsibility. And I think adding sobriety to that and as heavy drinkers, we build up a wall around ourselves and we're walking around pretty hardened. In my opinion, most of the drinkers I know are pretty hard, but on the inside, they're soft and nice and funny and smart and beautiful and feminine and soft and all these things. But drinking puts a huge wall around us. And when we stop drinking, we still got some wall. We're still, but we're also a little bit vulnerable and naked feeling. So I have been on a personal journey to who am I, if I'm not this hardened, drunken, self-deprecating person, obviously like my softness shows, but I want to put like some footing behind that. And I want to make it a real thing for myself, a real value, a real characteristic trait. So I wanted to show other women that we can all just kind of soften up now. We don't have to have the walls as much as we did before. There's not, we can kind of relax a little bit into being feminine and being women. And not to say that we don't have to go to work and all the, all the stuff that we still have to do, but maybe just slow it down and start living the second new amazing chapter of our lives just with a sense of accomplishment and softness so what do you guys think about that i love that it's pretty good right we've been going pretty hard i mean yes i can still remember like talking to my mom when she was drunk there she had this growl and a lot of AA people, sometimes I, I hear that growl and yeah, I just, it's important to me to soften up as much as I can now that I don't have as much to, to, you know, be hard about. So having said all that, I just have some ideas and some ways that we can soften up that won't doesn't have to change your entire personality. And I think one of my favorite ways so far that I have found softness is from community and connection. 
I think connecting with other women and talking is like, it doesn't get much more feminine than that being in a group of women. So I'm really enjoying that. And just having supportive, uplifting relationships has been inspiring and really good and seeking out friendships and communities where we feel accepted and understood and valued is just a really nice, nice, soft place to land. So that's one idea is to, if you're not involved in this community, especially in our small little group of women, reach out to other women that you might connect with or that you haven't met yet and just say hello and try and make our meetings. I am going to be moving platforms for the meet, not moving platforms, but adding in Telegram where we can talk pretty much all the time and it'll feel a lot closer on Telegram. And I can post videos in there and daily chats and just really be communicating. So I want to build closer bonds and friendships within this community. And that will help us feel softer and like we have a soft place to land. Another idea was connecting with nature, which I am was just telling Brie the other day. She's in Boston. It's freezing. It's still dark at like four, four thirty or something. So <laughs> although I know that that's, that's coming closer to an end, but we should maybe get outside and grow something or get inside and grow something. You can get a, even the dollar store has little packets of seeds, sunflowers or zinnias or whatever. And you can start them inside your own house and watch a few things grow. And then when spring does come after the last frost or right before the last frost, I think it said, you can plant it into the ground and have yourself a little garden, whether it be flowers and you can grow your own bouquet of flowers or plants, and you can actually have lettuce growing and cucumbers and things like that. So being in nature and growing things is a really great way to come home to ourselves and soften up a little bit and not feel such a huge weight and burden of responsibility for humans and dogs and the house and all this stuff. And now you're just watching a seed grow, which is really kind of cool. What was I going to say in that respect about the gardening? I don't know. I love that idea though. Uh, especially it's, it's so great to see something like that, right? Start from, from nothing and just kind of keep going. So to, to be able to kind of see that positivity and love on something else or yes. dote on something else <laughs> would be nice. Yes. And I had the thought again and it left again. Like that is oh. <laughs> where I am. That is where I'm at right now in my life. I don't know what, if, am I getting dementia like early, this early? <laughs> I can't hold a thought. I don't know what's going on. I, I think it's perimenopause. I, I, I think that's what it is. So spend, oh, and, and walks, walks. Like I'm a huge, you know, believer in walks anyway, and walking meditations, if you need, if you're running short on time, you want to meditate and you want to walk, you can do both, but walking seems to have brought and slowing down. Like I, there's a difference between the speed, crazy manic walking that I was doing when I was first getting sober. I was like really trying to run away from the actual devil. Like I was out there walking, like I was running <laughs> Satan himself. <laughs> 
And that's how I would like walk around the house and walk all, all the time. And I'm just trying to walk a little bit slower and more meaningful and just like not in such a rush. And I just think that's a really kind of a rite of passage for women to be able to slow down. And I think that, that that's a cute way to kind of do it is if you catch yourself walking around manic, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to walk slower. I'm just going to, I got nowhere really to be. Another one is speaking to ourselves with kindness. This can be huge. I can sometimes get in a full on cycle of just saying the craziest, meanest things to myself about my body or about my, the fact that I can't hold a thought or whatever or I'm not doing stuff fast enough, or it's just not happening. Like whatever, whatever you tell yourself, practicing kindness can help bring some softness. So for every negative thing you have, write it down and then write the exact opposite or write something that's actually true, you know, like, oh my gosh, my thigh, these leggings make my thighs look ginormous. So I, I could write, oh my God, my thighs are ginormous. And then I could be like, no, it's just the pattern of the leggings. Your thighs are strong and powerful and beautiful and part of who you are. So whatever negative you have, try to counterbalance that with the actual truth of that statement. Do you guys have anything that you're, it's just on repeat about yourself? Like, that or oh I wish I could do better at that or anything like that always I think it's just our nature as women right I mean it's just terrible I I have gone through so many iterations of that whole negative narrative right to the point where at at points in time it caused depression right and it would just be an awful cycle that I couldn't get out of so I like that the idea of kind of reframing the brain and flipping the scripts you said like you know so for me I'm always thinking gotta look my skin looks terrible (laughs) so somehow I need to be like okay it doesn't look terrible it's I don't know I'll have to think of a way to make it more positive I would start getting some get a new skincare as a reward for yourself like maybe start gua sha and with like your favorite new moisturizer or something. And so the next mm-hmm. time you say my skin looks terrible, you can say, but I'm, I'm working on it. It's so glowy today. Or it looked so good last night after I, after I did my skincare routine or, you know, something like that, like I actively try and make it better. Even if you put like one, of, I, you could get an ice roller with a gua sha. And you could do ice on your face and it's, it instantly makes your face look amazing or more moisturizer or whatever, but I don't think your skin is terrible, but yeah. Do you have, have, have you thought about doing like a new skincare? Well, I do feel like I've been better about things lately. So I am using my moisture. I have Omnilux mask and all these things. So I think it'll, <laughs> it'll pay off you know, but sometimes it's just like, oh my God, when did I get so old? Right. That's, I think how I feel. And I need to stop that. Right. How lucky uh, am I to have gotten this old? Uh, yes. How lucky am I to be this age is yeah. another way to look at it too. Some people don't yeah. make 
Some people didn't and wake still up. still feel pretty good. Yes, absolutely. They didn't wake up or they're not here. Yeah. For sure. Another practice. Bree, what about you? Do you have anything on repeat that you wish you could stop that we, I can help you find a opposite to? <laughs> I think it's, it's random, you know. Of course, everything is. Yeah, my thighs, of course. Everybody, you know. But I'm always <laughs> like, to carry me from here to there. You know, I I'm here to that. that one a lot. You know, it's always yeah, it's those little things like, you know, oh my nose or my hair, this or that. But then at the end, you know, for most of it, I'm kind of like, eh, I got one body. This is it. So much of it I can't change. So I'd rather just enjoy life than worry about the physical appearance or this or that. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so just try and speak more kindness to yourself because no one else really will. Maybe once in a while you'll get somebody to compliment you, but you're, you know, you're stuck with you and you are you. And remember it's your inner child inside and not to beat her up over her thighs. Like that would be <laughs> devastating. <laughs> Self-care things we can always do to help us unwind. Those are a good way to soften up. I love the yoga and gentle movement flow like that. I love meditation, bubble baths, things like that are great. Let's see setting boundaries. That's a good one. I'm, I'm still working on that a little bit. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> always a work in progress on that one. Yeah. And I will probably always kind of struggle to that, but you know, saying no to things that just don't align with who we are in this moment or what, or that we deserve, you know, I, we deserve better and we're just not going to take any more shit. (laughs) 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 Also gratitude is a great way to soften up because usually if you're hard and you're like this, like my son walks around sometimes he's seven years old. Oh my God. (laughs) lighten up soften up a little bit it seems like you're not very grateful when you're when you're like that so or not very soft when you're like that so gratitude practice is great what other ideas do you guys have like simple pleasures in everyday moments um taking time to think about the tea that you just had what it tastes like and what it feels like and things like that foods that nourish us like really good like acai bowls um, maybe make your own yogurt with chocolate chips and, you know, coconut or whatever, just like little treats. I think little things like that make us feel more feminine. Mm-hmm. I think anything, you know, just to, to, to do with like self-care, you know, I've, I've tried to do a couple of different yoga things. Like you said, just kind of moving my body, but not feeling like I'm doing it because I'm trying to lose weight or do this. Just I've been working every morning on, I call it my self-care mornings and I do my, my face mask and I do like 15, maybe, maybe 20 minutes of stretches, but I've really noticed that I look forward to that. I don't have to, it's like a good way to wake up and it's a quiet moment for me before my husband gets up or the dog gets up. And I really kind of enjoy that time. And it's, it's, it gives you time to think and kind of get stretched for the day. So that's one self-care thing that I think has helped me. 
I like that. I I laughed extra hard because I'm now sneaking around trying to not wake up the dog also. And I, <laughs> <laughs> this is my first it's time having a dog. The dog and I'm like, wakes up. <laughs> yeah, especially because I'm trying to do stretches on the floor and she's like, what are we doing? <laughs> Let me help you. Do you want your face licked? <laughs> That's cute. Brie, are you still doing your, your mornings, your morning routine with your cat and the, the quietness? I'm still meditating. The cat, he <laughs> depends. He's either glued to me. He's like a dog, so he follows me everywhere, glued to my hip. Or he just gets in the mood and gone. And it'll be like two days. And then it'll be glued to me for like 10 to 12 days. It's strange. Like right now, he, I don't know where he is. He ditched me. Yeah. But yeah, most mornings he does come up with me. And he'll, you know, lay down near me or run around. Um, so I try, even if it's just a minute, to do my meditation. But I like the stretching bit. I was... I'm like, ooh, that's what I should do in the morning is even meditate, stretch while I'm doing the meditation. Because um, I do find I do need to stretch. Same. Oh, my God. My hips hurt so bad. My lower back hurts a lot. Uh, I watched yeah. a talk today about a girl who ha she would like sit in front of this red light and she would set the music and she had all these things and then she would meditate. And she said she's trying to get off that and just be able to sit in her own presence without any of the other modalities. And I think that that would be really cool to be able to do that. I forgot what I, where I was kind of going with that. Something you said, Brie, not about the dogs or anything, but <laughs> yeah. just being the able stretching. Yes. So if, you know, without all that other distraction, you could actually maybe stretch while you're meditating. And that would be, mm -hmm. that would be awesome. I need to stretch too. We literally should be stretching in the morning and at night. And I don't, I'm not doing either for the most part. I feel it. I, I do feel better when I went to Pilates yesterday. I can't remember, but yeah, I think it was yesterday. And I noticed because I've been doing this stretching, I was a little bit more flexible than I thought it would be, which I was happy about because I haven't really worked out. And aside from walking, they asked me there, said, well, what do you do? What's your current fitness routine? I said, walking and Netflix binging. Like, I don't know if it really counts, but that's where I'm at. So. What a rude question. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I was like, what are your hobbies? You're like, um... I don't know. <laughs> oh, was that your first Pilates in a long time? Yes. Really kind of ever. I think I did one years and years ago. I just come to the realization that my knees just, that some of the things that I used to do boot camps or, you know, kind of high intensity workouts, I just, I can't do it anymore. Like I need to, that's why I'm doing the slow stretches in the morning and I need to, I love to walk and I love to hike, but that high intensity stuff, I can't do box jumps and be messing around with squat thrusts and all that stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> I need something that's like mobility and flexibility, but strengthening, you know, because yes. I know it's good for us, but yeah. Oh my gosh. I should look into Pilates. I've never been. And mm. I, this sounds like it would be a really good time in my life to, to try Pilates. I think it would be so great. 
Yeah. I know people who do it. They, they love it. And this place that I went to, they've got different types, you know, like a cardio type one and other things, but it's not, you know, that in, super intense anymore. Good. Pass on the cardio one. I want the one where we really, <laughs> I did want to mention, I think I've mentioned it before, but I don't remember there's restorative yoga. So if you're in the morning, if you're stretching, you could do one on YouTube and she could lead you into a morning restorative thing. And it's, it's a lot of stretching and also mm-hmm. some spiritual stuff, which I, I love. I remember a long time ago, I went to my first restorative one and you're just laying there and she's just like pouring really cool stuff into you. Like, and it was very zen and you're like turning your neck to the right and then you turn your neck to the left and then you just, you know, very slow movements mm-hmm. and that that's good. That's a good way to start getting back into like stretching. I think I'm going to, I'm going to maybe set my alarm and just do some restorative stuff in the mornings. I think that'd be cool. I like Where did you that. say like, oh, I need to set an alarm? <laughs> <laughs> Remember in the morning, otherwise forget it. Yeah. Yeah. What did you say, Michelle? Where did you say that you found the walking meditations? Okay. Insight timer. That's Brie and I do that. It's I-N-S-I-G-H-T timer. Mm-hmm. It's an app and it's free. Okay. Oh, oh Brie, I need your help too, Brie. So I did get the membership because they have courses in there and the membership is $59 for the year, which is actually a really good deal. You can do all these courses. But if you want, you just keep it free. So just make sure you're watching out because it'll be like, do you, it'll, it could like try to get you to sign up and don't, you don't need to. So it's free and it's good. I work on the free all the time, even though I have the membership. So insight timer, it's an app. You can uh, type in search for whatever you want. If you only have a three minute, or if you have a walking meditation, you want to do, you just type in walking meditation and it's amazing. I love it. Is it guided? Like a guided one? Or Some are is guided. It just sit- okay. Some are just music. You okay. basically play around and see whatever it is that you want. And some have like sound bells or whatever, sound bowls. Mm, uh, yeah. You search whatever floats your boat. And you can try all kinds of new things. Okay. Thank you. So, I'll definitely check that out. Tell Brie, tell her what happened to you that one time with, with that creepo. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was awful. Yeah, you'll find some of the ones on there are a little, well, I suppose it's just one. <laughs> I was doing a guided <laughs> meditation and I just was getting the heebie-jeebies off of it. It really kind of was like spooking me and I couldn't believe that I kept listening to it. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> it's like I a train wreck. I'm like, I feel like I'm be I don't know being like sexually exploited like it was just I don't it must have been his voice and what he was saying to feel and do and I was like oh gosh I haven't come across <laughs> it again I didn't block I don't know if there is a way to block it but I didn't <laughs> I haven't checked it again so it must have been just a random thing but what I do in the morning is say I have you know 10 minutes I set the length to 10 minutes and I just kind of do like the price is right I just lip my finger a few times and then whatever I land on as long as like the title sounds good I'm like all right let's do it let's you know yeah I'll try that one out but the courses are good too I don't use them as much though I tell you the truth I really use the free stuff more me too I do like courses for things that come up some of them I've done 
I don't think I've completed a course though yet. Every time I start them and then I'm like, well, that was nice. But then I miss just the regular meditation. Yeah. Same. If I'm going to be here, I just need to be meditate me, please. Like I don't need the lesson. Just let's get to the. <laughs> yeah. Let's get yeah, to it. The, <laughs> the bedtime meditations. I have not heard the end of any of them. So oh, that's a good, I must that's be out a within good five minutes of listening to them. That's awesome. Okay. So speaking of meditations, we will do one now. So okay. you can turn your cameras off if they're on. And this will be just a nice short little meditation. And I really appreciate you being here. I love you more than you know, and just honor you and your, your presence. So thank you for being here. Let me turn my thing off too. And just give me a second. Sorry, I'm lost in tabs. You guys hear that music okay? Yeah, I can hear up. Sorry. Yeah, no, I couldn't okay. figure out how to get off mute. That's okay. And I can't, I can't find my, and I'm not sure this is the music I wanted. Kind of much. I'll do without music. Okay. It's too. Okay. Closing your eyes. Let's allow yourself to settle into a comfortable position. Take a deep breath and let it go. Feel the support of the earth beneath you. Take another deep breath in, drawing in the universe and all of the energy And exhale slowly, releasing any tension or stress from your body and from your mind. As you continue to breathe deeply, imagine a soft light. It's surrounding you and it's wrapping you in a radiant warm hug. This light is the essence of your feminine energy. It's a gentle yet powerful force that flows through you. With each inhale, Feel this light expanding within you. 
illuminating every single corner of your being. Feel this soft golden light waking up your intuition, igniting your creativity, nurturing your kindness and compassion. As you bask in this glow of light, Allow yourself to connect deeply with your inner wisdom. Take a deep breath. Trust in the guidance that arises from within, knowing that you are always supported and you are always guided on your journey. Notice any sensations or emotions that arise as you really bask in this feminine glow and this feminine energy that's gentle yet powerful. Allow yourself to fully experience these sensations and emotions, knowing that they are simply messages from your soul. With each breath, feel yourself becoming more grounded and more centered in your feminine power. Feel the strength and grace that radiates from within you. Empowering you in all aspects of yourself. Visualize yourself stepping into the world as the embodiment of your feminine energy. See yourself moving with confidence and grace, trusting in your innate wisdom and intuition. Take a moment to express gratitude for the divine feminine energy that flows through you. She's guiding you on your path of self-discovery and empowerment. Know that you are a radiant and powerful force of nature. And you're capable of achieving anything that your heart desires. When you're ready, you can start to open your eyes and carry this sense of feminine energy without you this with you this week as you navigate your week coming up
thank you all for being here. I'll see you over in the chat through the week and keep us posted on how you're doing. Thank you, ladies. Okay, thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye, all. Bye-bye. Did you know there is one missing piece to you finally getting sober once and for all? That missing piece is mindset. That's the thing that's going to help you transform your life from the inside out. I am so thrilled to invite you to my free mindset masterclass where we dive into proven strategies to shift that mindset and really create a life filled with purpose, abundance, and joy. If you're tired of feeling stuck in those limiting beliefs and ready for a mindset of growth and possibility, then this masterclass is for you. If you're ready to rewrite your story and step into the best version of yourself, this masterclass is for you. Join me at vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass. Your mindset is the key to unlocking the life of your dreams. I can't wait to see you inside. Just go to vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass.